One. Welcome to the Spinner's Lit Pinball Podcast. I'm your host, Spencer Klingen. Tonight's episode, episode 36, Part New Year. Noir. There you go, Part Noir. A New Year, New Hope. Uh, we're recording live Saturday, January 23rd, uh, 2021, from the Kitchen Table Studios in beautiful, sunny Rancho Cordova, California. And uh, tonight we have the roundtable. Dan's back with the roundtable. Yay, Dan. hey And we got Brian. Hi. We got Alex. Ooh-wee. There we go. I like that. That was good. And Mick's sitting in. My youngest son decided he wanted to sit in and play along. Hello, Mike. There we go. I told him he had to be on the podcast if he wanted pizza. There we go. And well, that wanted was. Pizza. And he wanted pizza. And tonight's uh, uh, thanks to Alex. And uh, who, who supplied the pizza? Straw Hat. Is there any of that pizza left? No. Oh, no. it's long I, history. I didn't even get a bite. Next right. time I'll get a I large. Got, but that's okay. I got the bread. I ate. We all ate already. Next you time I'll have any oh, pizza anyway. Shit. You said you had a problem with the pork. There we go. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. So, um, good for your board, man. Yeah. So, um, we're going to jump into pinball and talking about pinball. So, uh, we're going to start with the Stern Pinball book, 30 Years of Stern Pinball. I got my book about a week and a half ago, and I got mine free, uh, not because I'm special. Well, okay, I am, but um, no, because I want it off another pinball podcast by being the first person to correctly email in the answer to the trivia question and that 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 podcast is one of the best out there it's uh, the super awesome pinball show spencer what pinball machine has been featured in the macy's thanksgiving day parade why that would be data east tommy oh my goodness you win i win it was a prototype and it got Destroy and, when it and, and, back. Uh, okay, and you know, I I only knew it. I didn't know it for sure, but it's like Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. What's in the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade? Okay, parade floats and a lot of Broadway musical live shots. Okay, so I went Broadway musical. Tommy, Tommy did a Broadway musical. The game is based on the Broadway musical, not the movie. Okay, the original ballet. Uh, Tommy from 1975 is based on the movie. Wizard. So, uh, Wizard, yes, thank you. Uh, anyway, says Tommy on a back class. Anyway, so, yeah, so thanks to Dr. Penn and uh, Chris Franchi, uh, who's, you know, pinball artist extraordinaire. And thanks to the wonderful guys that made that book because it's really a, a phenomenal book. It's so much more than just highlighting the 30 years and showing pictures of each game from Data East through Sega through Stern Pinball. There's just, you know, they do like a whole factory tour and show the wiring looms and routing play fields and, you know, putting in inserts. And, I mean, it's it's a beautiful book, high quality, nice high quality paper, beautiful color photos, comes with a free poster. Mine did not come autographed. That's okay because I didn't pay for it. I'll sign it for you, sir. I know, and, and you guys have offered to sign it for me. So, I'll sign it for you. So, hey, man, if you haven't got that book uh, and you can find a copy, um, you know, and you want it for your library or to put on your coffee table to, you know, amaze and impress your friends. Uh, it's a beautifully done book. Kudos to the guys that did it. I know it was a five-year labor of love, but they did it. So, on to Pinball Fame. The Pinball Fame. Pinball Hall of Fame in Las Vegas. Pinball Hall of Fame needs our help. Uh, they've, they've set up a GoFundMe. They're building their new building, which they're going to be able to house what seven eight hundred games? Two games. Two games. At least two. Million. Maybe more. Thank you, Mickey. Hyrule um, Casino and World Poker Tour. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Really good. No, but uh, it, but you know, due to exactly, COVID and everything, yeah. they're they're falling a little short on funding. Oh, in um, Vegas too. And they've you know, Tim's given so much back to the pinball button. community over the years. 
and given to his local community. You know, every every dime he's made beyond operating costs over the years with the Pimba Hall of Fame, he's given to local charities, primarily the Salvation Army. And uh, now he needs our help. And guys, we've lost so many great places to pinball uh, over the years, especially with COVID. Um, you know, so many rare games, so many unique games. You're never going to see anywhere else ever again out where you can just walk in, plunk a quarter in, and play or 50 cents or whatever it costs. Um, this is worth saving. If you love pinball, if you're listening to this show, if you're listening to this show, you really love pinball because, you know, dude, we're the bottom of the fucking pickle barrel here. Okay? Uh, <laughs> or, you, know, you, ain't, you ain't paying anything. Yeah, yeah, it's free entertainment. Or free entertainment, folks. Or yeah. It's a guy stumbling on the internet who's very drunk. Well, there's very, that too. Very drunk. <laughs> then, very then go, Dear God, my ears, my ears. What the name of all is holy is this? Dumpster fire drunk. So <laughs> drunk. Dumpster fire drunk. He's like, the spinner's lit. And so am I. So uh, I will, or we, I, us, we will post the link uh, on our Facebook page uh, that where you can go to GoFundMe, man. And if you can help support him in any way, do that, please. Help save this because let me tell you, folks, I've never even been there, but it's worth saving. Um, and Tim's given a lot to the community over the years and will continue. Um, this is, you know, this is going to be like when they get the new building done and they get it opened up with your help, uh, there's going to be around 700 games or more. And there's going to be games you'll never see anywhere else or be very hard pressed to, except maybe in a private, you know, held collection that's not open to the public. So, with that, um, you know, support your local pinball uh, parlor. Wherever, wherever you can go to play pinball, you know, if you can't go in right now, but you can go online and donate or buy swag, you know, a coffee mug, a beer mug, a t-shirt, whatever. Support your local pinball location. A t-shirt looking beer mug? T-shirt looking yes. beer mug. There we go. It's a beer mug with a t-shirt stuffed in it. So Alex has a trip report about a brand new location locally in the Sacramento area. Alex, hit it. All right. So this place is called Smart Axe. You get to throw asses at a wall. I'm sorry. Did I say asses? I meant axes. You get to throw them at a wall. And uh, yeah, it's pretty dope. Don't worry, we can be. So, we can uh, that out they have a uh, yeah, they have a uh, six pinball machines there. My buddy Ken, shout out to Ken, has supplied them with six pinballs, and it's pretty nice. They got High Roller Casino, NASCAR, uh, Metallica Premium, ACDC Premium, uh, WrestleMania, and Iron Maiden Premium. Wow, three pre three rock band premiums. Exactly, that's nice, man. That's a good. The lineup. ones from Holy Diver. Oh, 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 Holy Diver closed? No, it's, uh, there's nothing, not open, nothing yeah, there. Yeah, they're not yeah, even open, right. so why, they're, right, what's the they're point? just loitering okay. there, so, you All know. right, no, that's cool, though, man, and, uh, so they open seven days a week, what's, what's their, uh... Yeah, seven days a week, uh, Monday through Friday, 4.30 to 9.30, and, uh, Saturday, Sunday, 11 to 9.30. All right, man, so you can go throw axes and blow off some steam and play some pinball. So they got food, drinks there, pop? No, none of that. Nope. Just, uh, but they have other locations, though. Okay. They're kind of a chain starting thing. So okay. uh, they have one also in Rancho Cordova next to Movement Brewing Company, which is near back to the 80s. Okay, I know where that is. Um, yeah. And then uh, they're building one in Roseville and then Davis and Modesto. Wow, that's awesome. So yeah, they're, uh, they're, they're then, getting it going. 
Okay, so I have to ask, how am I expected to throw axes sober? You just gotta, you know, uh... Dan, you do everything sober. Yeah, you do everything sober, to be honest. You guys don't know, I'm actually drunk all the time. I didn't know that. Perpetually. I'm learning that. I just learned that. We don't talk about such things. Mickey's gonna talk. That's right. Good job, Mickey. You're the best. I put enough Mario Kart to know. I think we played Mario Kart, and I think I beat you pretty hard. You yeah. did. Well, yeah. got in the wall of light and smashed them, and I locked every character. And then our favorite local arcade in Auburn. Um, out of order. Out of order. Uh, just celebrated their one-year anniversary. That's right. I Yay. went there. Yeah. A week ago. Yeah. And so then, shout out to them. You didn't go this week? No, I did. You did? Okay. Well, you I went, always go. Well, you went, <laughs> wait, yesterday? Yeah, when the one well, year we anniversary. Go today, but then we just tried to blow it off because it's Alex a bit of a drive. Well, because we didn't I do. Go today Actually, we thank you, Brian. Every week. We don't go there almost every week. Yes. Yeah, you guys like going there? Almost as worst as Alex. No, I'm not nearly as bad because I hate driving because it's an hour drive. So mm. anyway, I could have Ubered, you know. Huh? All right, so um, I have a correction from last month's episode and the top games of. Uh, uh, or the game, all we listened and talked about all the games that came out in 2020. I neglected to add in Multimorphic Heist, P3 Multimorphic Heist. And I want to apologize for that and correct that. So, P3 Multimorphic Heist did come out in 2020. And I've only seen a short video of it. It looks like a lot of fun, man. And I, I've, I really, I'm a cheerleader for the Multimorphic platform. It just, it seems to be. It's uh, neat. It's really neat, but it just seems to be getting off to a You're slow right. start. I've never yeah. gotten my hands on. I mean, I got one at yeah, Coin Up, but that's pretty much Brad about it. Brad has one. Oh, there you go. And he, I gotta get out. I gotta call him because he said he was getting ice. Um, well, I'm sure he's not having people over. Stuff, <laughs> I mean. Yeah, but I, I do his pest control, so. Oh, there you go. So you get so to play. I, so I get to play. There you go. So, so you get to tell us how it is. You know? Speaking of playing, a big shout out to uh, Shannon who uh, had me over a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Um, same here. Yeah. And uh, we had fun. See, we don't get invited everywhere. Yeah, come on, Shannon. So if you're listening, I'm sure he'll invite you. Got you. my number. Well, you so so call him maybe. Yeah. Carly Ray Jepsen will. I'll wash your car and my Daisy Dukes and my. Uh, hey, hey, uh, you know I no, I no, earned no, I earned it because I had to go up the staircase. Oh, I thought you were going to say you washed his car and some. No, I, just I was it. about to be impressed. I was like, why didn't wash my car? Help him with his BK2K I, upstairs. I I made it up the staircase of death, man. Um. You know, I helped him lift the pinball machine up those stairs. You're insane. So is he. Yeah. But he's a good dude, man. It was nice to go over and play some pinball and get out of the house. So. But the biggest question that was a great you. day. I remember that day because he goes, who wants to help me move a pinball machine upstairs? And I said, Alex does. <laughs> and Alex was like, yeah, well, like, man, Alex, you're a man. Alex is a good, you're a good <laughs> scout, Alex. Yeah. Ooh-wee. So, Ooh-wee. But the biggest question is yours. When is Golden State going to come back? We don't when know it yet. comes back. We do not know. Well, it's, back, uh, look at me. Oh, crap. <laughs> That's three. Oh, it's a, uh, uh, hold on. It's 112 days until showtime. Yeah. If. Keep your fingers keep crossed. Keep your fingers crossed. Yeah. No, pray I said, pray, yeah, pray for know. good luck, folks. Just keep everything. Tell me about it. Come so, on, Biden. Get them vaccines out there already. We want to play some pinball. So we're going to open the time we're capsule. We're vaccine pinball. Oh. <gasps> We're, we're moving through it tonight, man. I keep a little short of this one. Because they're really, I mean, we can talk about all the new games. None of them we, it's we, we haven't fucking now. played any. Well, you guys have played Guns N' Roses. Oh, yeah. Before we get into the time capsule, oh, before we open that, that up, before we crack open time capsule, okay, who here has played Guns N' Roses? 
Hey, wait, nah, wait, Jersey Jack or Danny Jack? Jack? No, I have not. All right, well, you and I can sit out and, you know, yep. we can eat. I go but, sit in the timeout corner. Yeah, we can go sit in the timeout Which corner. Guns you played it, Jeff's? The new one. You haven't played it. Okay, so uh, Dan and Brian have played the new Guns N' Roses. I'm going to give you guys three minutes to tell about it because i got to go pee. Yeah, and I got to, too, so. Uh, and I'm going to go get Don't cross the street. I'm going to go use a master bath. Cross the street. I was hoping we cross the street. It's, 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 it's the oh. deep, deep professionalism that really we have. I agree. And the extremely high production values. <laughs> it's like Statler and Waddle have got on the internet, but we're also on PCP at the same time. So much PCP. Like, to be completely honest, I think that the people who are on this podcast on either side, are on severe, severe drugs. Well, since I know everyone on this podcast personally, probably. Definitely. I can't wait till Anyways. he comes back and he hears you doing that. Yeah, anyway, it's going to be really, really uh, good. We should talk about anything but Guns N' Roses. So I play, we got the chance to play the new Guns N' Roses at our oh, friend's Brian. house. And I really enjoyed it. Uh, what did we play? The Collector's Edition? I, I, I don't he know. Has the, the middle edition, right? The so middle edition, perfect. Collector's Edition is the top one, so the middle edition is the limited edition. Okay. But it's limited to 5,000, which is not very limited in the pinball world. And then there's the standard edition. So we got to play the limited edition. Thank you. I can't compliment keep, I can't of, keep track of, of, of a good local friend of ours. Um, I like the game a lot. The scoop, you know, once you got fixed, was great. The only other part I noticed I had issues, it would sometimes would get caught on the gate near the drumsticks. I love the jukebox thing that Jeff showed us, where it played the uh, the videos with the songs. I thought that was amazing. Yeah. The light show is definitely incredible, and I really like the shots. Um, I get why people don't like the feels like you're always in multi ball thing, but it doesn't feel, I guess, forced. I don't know. So far, like I said, my my review of the game is I don't really know how much I like playing it. Since I've spent like one night on it, but man, it is a great looking game. And oh, I love the um, I really like the fact how the uh, upper play field with that flipper because it go it can get up there so fast that you have to really plan to hit that ramp and then hit the flipper right away because otherwise you're gonna miss. Yeah. Oh it no, I screams past that thing. I think I made that shot maybe once or twice. I saw Jeff make that shot for severe points though, so it's yeah. definitely worth money. The light show is, is second to none. When you start a song and, and the lights are going off in, in sequence with the song and, and the beats of the music and stuff, it's great. I don't know if that's going to keep you interested forever once you've seen all the songs a couple times. So like I, I, I want I want to play it more. Me too. But you know, my, my early I, I will say that since I played it, I have I have thought about it a lot. Yeah, it's it's a lot of fun. Uh the light show, especially the the, the light. I don't even know what it's called, but like the light row on the right really reminded me hot of... Hot rails. The hot rails, thank you. hot rails. It very much reminded me of when... Like like the rails that they were it? doing back in the 80s. 18 years ago when I was in Hollywood for work and, you know, we went down to the Rainbow Room and the light really reminded me of how the Rainbow Room sign on the Sunset Strip was lit up. They really did a good job. You know, the other thing I didn't really dig about it is I don't think the call-outs are very good. Yeah, they're okay, I guess. I mean, they're, agree with you they're, authentic, the they're authentically done by the band, but a lot of them are de are delivered in a uh, a somewhat less than enthusiastic way. But they're there, you know. I'm, yeah. I'm disappointed they didn't get me out of Axel. That would have been amusing. He's busy down in Folsom being thrown around, evidently. <laughs> <laughs> but overall, it's a great game. It's really fun. The only thing that just struck me as weird, you know, I always had them on my games, was that game. Just like his Iron Maiden next to it needs a sub. 
it sounds weird to me when it doesn't have that extra bass. But that's oh. just because I'm so used to hearing it on every single game of mine when they're actually working. Well, just because your right. Guns N' Roses have a subwoofer the size of a car on it. Sounded awesome. It did sound pretty good. But it's, yeah, it's, it's a fun game. I really like it. Right on. Yeah, I'm looking forward to playing it. You're not allowed to play it. Eh, not until this COVID thing is. Yeah, you have to stay home. I did their pest control. So. I should tell a story of how. That's how I squeezed my way into play all these games. Oh, since you're here, Spence, why don't you play a game? Oh, I don't mind Perfect. if I do. <laughs> no, it's, 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 it's a lot of fun. Um, I don't even understand all the rules yet, but it's just it's a fun game to play. I can see why people want it. I can I can I don't think I can justify the overhype for it because I just never understand that. But it's fun. I like it. The hype is just because it's the new JJ. Yeah, of course. Well, you know, and you know and they JJP throw JJP releases are event releases. Right, and they month. throw a lot into the games, and they just celebrate their tenth anniversary. I will say that the cab on that with all the old um, concert posters. Look pretty cool. It looks a lot better in person than I thought it looked yeah. in the pictures. I know everybody loves that cab. I thought the other two were kind of cooler looking, but with the with the red uh, armor and legs and and the it cab armor, really nice. it looked really really good. Yeah, like I said, I just there's a lot to like there. I think that that game is is hot like fire. Yeah. Um, and you know when you people are always going to compare it to the Data East Guns and Roses, they're completely different games. I still like that game too. Yeah, it has it's way so, more snakes and naked chicks. Yeah, the Data East one's a little bit more risque in terms of the art, but they're both great games. They're That's, fun, and you can have both, and in my opinion, not get tired of them. Your mileage may vary. They're completely right. different games. The new one has a lot more skeletons. Yes, it does. Well, I played, I, you know, when you had your Guns N' Roses, your Data East, Data East. Data. I used to always say data, but then other people say data. I'm not sure which is right. Potato, potato, tomato, tomato. Yeah, you know, they're both correct, D. I think. The DE. But, you know, it's a fun game, man. It's It shoots good. No, mine, mine shot yeah. especially well. Yeah. Um, you know, I got, when the guy who sold it, sold it, you know, he kept it. And he just, it was a nice compliment to hear, you know, you had the best day of playing data Guns N' Roses I've ever played. Yeah. And I took a lot of work to get that game dialed in, but it, it was fun. I I don't miss it. I'll never want it back because I had my time with it for 17 plus years, but it's still a great game. Right. So if you have a Data East or you're looking for one or Data East, uh, you know, they're still they're still staying at current value. They've I don't, gone up. Have they actually, they've actually gone up. Yeah. Wow. Everything's gone up. Uh, speaking of gone up, because like we talked about this off air, um, Dan does not currently have a Black Knight sort of rage, but you do have the topper. And there was somebody asking $2,300 for one of those. And I hope he gets it. So, uh, I don't know, man. It comes with a kilo of Coke in it, I think. No 20 doubt. kilos of pure dirt. Damn it, I don't have a kilo of Coke. So, I got a liter of cola. Yeah, the topper <laughs> seemed to be the topper. Rage! Okay, you know, gold, silver, ammunition, toilet paper, and toppers seem to be the, uh, the best buys right now in... Uh, and it's, it's retroactive. Like the older Stern toppers that nobody gave a crap about, all of a sudden, everybody wants one. Yeah. You know? Kiss, Ghostbusters, Game of Thrones. Well, the Kiss and the Ghostbusters were uh, uh, expensive for a Walking while. Dead. Oh, the fish tank topper got out of control real quick. Yeah, it's expensive. Holy moly, it did. But like, I didn't hear anybody going all crazy about the dragon topper for Game of Thrones nope. until the whole topper gate yeah. started, and now yeah. it's it's a hot thing. Well, the funny thing is, a lot of these toppers, some of them are very interactive and they're pretty neat. Yeah. Other ones, let's say, what I think the Deadpool one, where his hand just I up like, and down. I really like it though. <laughs> but it doesn't do. It doesn't do up, a lot. Yeah, down. yeah. And 
that's one top I don't recall seeing crazy prices where some of the newer ones, like the Black Knight one looks incredible. Right. I would never be caught dead paying that much for it because that's another game. Yeah. But, you know, like even even the Star Wars topper, which looks like crap. Yeah. It's going for crazy money. I know. And it's I just, know. It doesn't look like crap. You know another it topper just, I really like? It just like. wasn't as good as it should have been considering the weight and the cost. It's I mean, interactive. It's, like it's, to be. it's interactive, but it's very subtly yeah, interactive. Yeah, yeah. Tell me about it. The Beatles. Oh, really? Wait, the Beatles have a topper? There's a Beatles topper, yeah. What's it look like? It's the four. Oh, yeah, no, it's absolutely wonderful. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> no, but seriously, what's the Beatles topper? I didn't know they had one. Yeah. I really didn't. No. Uh, they do. It's four. It's, it's the four faces. No, I'm good. Okay. Uh, it's the four faces. <laughs> I want a Beatle. It's it's the I want a Beatles. It's the four heads and they're like on springs like like so they uh, bobble heads? No, it's just it's just the Beatles topper. Mm -hmm. It's just a plastic thing. No, but if you look at because I was playing the it at the show, that's how I noticed it. But it's very subtle. Yeah, sort of. Yeah, well, they're well, they're kind of like um, oh, what's the game? Uh, a diner where they're they're on springs, so the heads will oh. kind of they'll kind of bobble a little bit, not a lot. Um, yeah, but. You spell the Beatles, and I'm not sure how you do it because I, I, it's the first time I ever played the no, game. No, I agree. Spell well, the ladies Beatles and gentlemen, are. the Beatles. I had to look up and went, oh, I hit certain things. I'm getting the Beatles letters lit up. And then I don't know what you do with it. But I thought it was very subtle and very cool. And it fits the game. It fits the theme and the time frame. And that one doesn't seem to have gone crazy. I haven't heard much about it. It's the only one I saw. It was uh, uh, the, the pirate, pinball pirate. Uh, Chris Coons. Chris Coons had it on his Beatles he had at the last Golden State. I'm just not a big topper person. If it comes with the game, great. That's cool. Yeah. You know, that's that, fine. That's me. There, but I'm not going to stick. Sorry. I'm not going to put crap on top of my games. Like, I'm not going to put, like, oh, I got a Fear of Magic. I have to put, like, a stuffed tiger up there. I'm not going to do that because it looks stupid. I'm not a fan of, like, 99% of the aftermarket toppers. Some of the stern ones, the ones that the companies make, do look pretty nice, but not for the crazy money they go for. Right. That being said, you know the the night the black knight topper is amazing. The royal edition topper that we installed on Dan's medieval madness is incredible. Yeah. Uh, the attack from Mars one looks great. Yeah. Those where they got the molded plastic and it looks very nice. You can tell there's actually some quality into the build. Look great. What was the cost on your topper, Dan? Six hundred and fifty. Plus a sandwich for me to install. I, I remember the first time it came over after you guys got it done and played it. And all, not just the topper, but all the additions, the lighting and the bigger display. I mean, in person, you know, pictures and even video doesn't do it justice. No, it came out great. It looks great. Yeah, oh, dude, it's beautiful. I was torn on the topper, I'll admit. But it was one of those things where it was like if I was going to do the other two upgrades... I figured I may as well go the whole way. It looks so cool, though. It really does. Now we just got to do the pop pumpers, and we're done. Yeah. Well, what's up with the pop pumpers? Uh, so if you do the upgrades from a collector's edition or a standard edition, it doesn't actually have color-changing pop pumpers, mm -hmm. but it's, it can be modded in. Oh, okay. Relatively. It doesn't have color-changing speaker lights either, but they could also be modded in. Well, we, gotcha. We did that, though. Didn't we get that? We yeah, got yours, yeah. Yeah, uh, you found it. Eric did it. And then the color changing topper, or excuse me, the color changing um, pop bumper should be relatively easy. It's just the, the hardest part is going to be feeding the wires through the holes. Okay. And we'll and then, do that. Then when we do that, we can run those wires a little bit better. 
because oh uh, yeah, we're only change that. We're get rid of the that. janky wire ties. Yeah, we're fixing that. But, but it like, plays great. It looks fantastic. Oh, dude, it looks amazing. Yeah. yeah, like I said, it's 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 a really cool thing to do. But I mean, you know, back to the the subject at hand, the stern toppers. It's just yeah, that's just right now the hot ticket. And Stern figured it out. You know, they did. You know, because they were doing about four hundred bucks, right? The kids one was four hundred bucks. The Ghostbusters was four hundred bucks. Yeah. Game of Thrones was four hundred bucks. Uh, Star Wars was what it Star Wars was, was right? like seven hundred fifty because of all the licensing and the weight and the limitedness of it, and that was kind of ridiculous. But I think that once they figured out, you know, people will pay five hundred, people will pay seven hundred. They kind of figured out that okay, you know, sky's the limit. You know, once they did that thousand dollar Elvira topper, and they sold out. You know, no, you're you're hundred percent right. They have yeah, not they, they have they, not hit that equilibrium price yet. Right. When they see like the people asking, you know, they're I guarantee you they're watching how those things go like a hawk. You know, six hundred dollars for the Jurassic topper. Uh, I don't know what the Ninja Turtles topper was. Any idea? I think six. I think six hundred. Six hundred. I'm not sure about the. Uh, the Bud Zeppelin or the Avengers. Toppers I really don't pay attention to. But I will say, if you go back, I think if you go down the road and you look at the history of toppers, Black Knight's going to be the breaking point. Yeah. Like, it was exactly where it's like, that topper is as cool as any topper ever was when you see it in action. Hell yes. Yeah. And for what you get with that topper, 500 bucks doesn't deal. feel too bad. Uh, right. Especially if you ever go to sell it, you know you're going to Double your money. But that that really kicked the. Or at least, you're not going to lose money on it. We'll say that. There's no way you're going to lose money on that unless you bought it at twenty three hundred dollars. Well, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But you bought. And it. if you want to spend twenty three hundred dollars on one, email Spencer at the Spinner is Lit at gmail dot com. Gmail dot com and just let us know. I'll give you twenty two ninety nine for it. Done. I'll trade you straight up for your NASCAR. Dan, oh, Dan, no. Dan will take it for twelve hundred bucks in a pizza delivered Fuck to off. the door. No, I could have gotten twelve hundred bucks for already. I want twenty three hundred dollars. Twenty three hundred or your NASCAR. <laughs> it's with the color D and D. Exactly. The price is going to go up until they find that market oh, it's so equilibrium sweet point. Yeah, eventually, they found it yet. eventually they'll hit the ceiling. I mean, yeah, eventually. they'll hit that sweet point, but they haven't found it yet. And with the thousand dollar, like Dan said, with the thousand dollar Elvira topper selling out. That means you know which, the next the next boutique game if it has a fifteen hundred dollar I wouldn't be surprised to see a fifteen hundred dollar topper which, on the next boutique game. You know the Elvira topper is really cool. I don't think it's thousand dollars cool, but it's really There's cool. There's not much stuff that's a thousand dollars cool. Yeah, it's it not looks, a pinball machine. Yeah, it looks better than I thought it was, but it's not that cool. Yeah, I mean it's it's neat, but it's like okay, once you've probably seen it and do a thing a few times, you're like, oh, yeah, that's the topper. You know, like the Muzzer's topper is really cool, but I guess they're having some problems with that. What's the cheapest topper? Uh huh. Well, pretty much we could just take your lunchbox here and set it on top of a game. Yeah, see, yeah. yeah. See, there you go, fireball. Yeah. Mickey's really proud of that because that was his second place finish at the children's or the kids tournament at the last Golden State. Well, wasn't this that was also the blueprints of the little uh, bumper? I know, but you got the fireball lunchbox, which is the cool part. If that was the Ricky Bobby pin, he was just the first loser. There you go. All right, so you guys, Dan and I have some ideas. I, I, yeah, you, you guys got to make that see that. I got another one that I even. Oh boy, oh, another idea. Um, I really, and it popped. You know, I had the idea earlier this week, and then uh, that Hercules out at the Ripley's Museum in Nashville popped up for sale. Yeah, and it's like I would if I had the money in the space 
and the know-how on what to do, I would buy one of those and make it an Andre the Giant game. Oh, there you go. Cool. Because Seventh Wonders, you know, Seventh yeah, Wonder yeah, of the yeah, World. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right there. Wonder Eighth Wonder of the World, thank you. And Andre, Andre the Giant has a pinball machine. Well, you know, you and I, list still, off the stats. I, I haven't checked lately, but I remember a couple, three years ago, just like, you know, random shit you do at two in the morning. Um, you can still get replacement parts for that. Pop-up assemblies, flippers. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you can get all the components for that. Thing. Well, it, it makes sense. You know, they always had to make replacement parts for it, and there's not many of those games out there, and not many of them are probably around to a month. Guarantee you a lot of those probably went right to a dump. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, because they're just too big. They're too big. Like, you could put it here where we do this and use it as a table. Yeah. And we could do, like, the show around it. Oh, yeah. Well, no, I, there was a, a local arcade in Chico that had one. It's like right when you walk through the front door, it's right there. So I got to play it a lot as a kid. Uh, well, you know, yeah, teenager. the Ripley's Museum in San Francisco had one for a long time. And, uh, and then uh, it's a cool novelty. It's a cool novelty. I mean, it's neat, and it's a neat part of pinball history. But that's about it. Yeah, it's not the greatest playing game. Yeah, you shouldn't expect it to be the world's greatest playing game. Like this, it's very simple. It's simple. You have big, heavy moving parts hitting a big, heavy cue ball. To work on the game, you got to go underneath, and the bottom opens up like a bomb. Bombay, bay, yeah, bomb yeah, out. which is like the coolest part That's of that game. That's the coolest thing of it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's like and you then, don't move it; you just get up underneath the damn thing. Yeah, um, and then the, of course, you know, you got to imagine the size of the coil. You're not using standard coils, I don't believe. I've never been inside. I don't think you are. Fire, no. But even if you were, it'd have to be like a special coil, right? But it'd be it'd be fun to goof around on one a little bit at least. You know, I think. Um, didn't the Silver Ball Ranch have parts for one at least? I'm sure he did. Like I don't, I, I know I don't recall seeing one there in person. I remember, I I remember seeing some parts for one. I think. But yeah, it's it's definitely an interesting. I, I actually had a, a topic and I forgot to put it in, and you just made me remember topic, it. Forget her. I know. I just, we don't got time for it now. Let's keep rolling. All right, no, we're gonna throw in. Okay, everybody, pick one game. I'm putting you on the spot. Pick one game. You can do that game if you want. What what do you think a theme is? Doesn't have to be your dream theme necessarily. One theme you think would be perfect to be made right now in 2021, 2022. Okay. Mommy crew. Okay, no, wait, wait. you guys are all wrong. Okay. The best 2020 topic pinball machine would be called COVID the vaccine. And the great part about it is you can make it and you would never have to distribute it. I know, right? <laughs> I think I haven't taken a drink yet. <laughs> so, oh so what you're saying is it's going to be a deep root title. Yes. And it's going to be Donald Trump. It's going to be a deep root title. Beautiful, Dan. Beautiful. How about, how about you can't play it unless you're 65 or over for the first eight months that it's not available. Dude, I want to play that so badly. Mickey can't Sorry, a good you one. Can't. You're too young and fit. I know, yeah. right? Lego pinball. Lego pinball. Lego would be it. awesome. Lego would be pretty neat. And, like, you have to hit over the Lego figures, and if you get in the hole, a little Lego clan would lift up, like, a little Lego brick or something. Well, you can it, – it's a good idea. It would be a great theme, but have to, you'd have to use, like, parts that look like Lego because like real Lego, Lego parts well, are just Think legitimately shattered. how easy you could retheme any game to Lego. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Right. Elvis, right. Example. Well, well Elvis, yeah, yeah. Wars, but I'm talking Star. about, like, like yeah. we're going to yeah. use this theme. We're going to build a game. We're going to market the game. We're going to sell the game. <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll throw it out there. The Mandalorian. Oh, tell me. Okay. You know what we really need is another Star Wars pin. We, well, yes. The I Mandalorian. Know, I know, but think about this. Okay, it's Star Wars, so it'll catch all us old fucks. Okay, but it's the Mandalorian. It's like like Stranger Things. It's new, it's hip, it's current. So if they want to attract younger people. I saw people, the first season of which it. Every, oh, do you have a season? Um, oh, dude, the second's even you better. I got caught up. Okay, 
But it's it's way better. Season two right uh, now. The first is definitely better, but the second is really really good. Yeah, yeah. see, that's I'm on the second idea. season right now because it's current I, and I, young I, people I, know. I, oh, and of course, look, you'll sell a million fucking units just because of fucking Baby Yoda. Yeah, it, it's it'd be a the good child. Idea. But like Dan said, you know, and already because he's correct, he is. If that came out, I would just you'd see all the arguments. You know, people are always going to be upset. Do we need another Star Wars? And they'll be like, what one two. Three, be the fifth one, right? Yeah. No, six, because the Hankin Empire Strikes Back. Uh, it counts. It counts. So even though it, none of us have ever seen or played one. Dan, Dan's hundred percent right. Do we need another one? But it, it would, it would sell. Okay. If if Stern wants to catch Mark Star, I mean, who really gives a fuck about Led Zeppelin? I mean, yeah, I want to play it because it's fucking pinball. But I. Fucking... Well, right. But you say that, but a lot of people do. Right, and that's the whole thing is, you know, there's there's enough of a pinball world, and especially with Stern doing three, four games a year, right? not everyone's going to like everything. Yeah, of course not. Yeah. You know. That's Good right. point. Except for the Muppets. Everybody loves the Muppets. Everybody does love the Muppets. And there's a great, there's a great it theme. It works with kids. They, they it can works do... with adults. You're right. It can be, it can be funny. Fozzie Bear. Be, it can be a little racy. I mean, it can be super as long, violent. As long as the topper is Statler and Waldorf. Making fun of you while you play. Fucking yes, A. That would be so amazing. And, and then, of course, okay, you get out the stuff off against the That wasn't half bad. Yeah, it wasn't half good either. <laughs> <laughs> okay, That'd be great. That's a topper that I, I would pay two grand for. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay. You and I would both pay two grand for that topper. I would salary off without question. Yeah, it, it'd be really neat. Again, that's another Disney-owned property. Right. It'd be, it'd be awesome. Okay. And he's right. You could do... Whatever you wanted with it, you know. I'm sure there'd be some characters you wouldn't be allowed to put in and have a really like you couldn't have Elmo in there and have it be anything but no, you couldn't do any of the, right. any of the Sesame Street yeah. characters. Well, with the exception, they're not really Muppets. With the exception of like Kermit the Frog, he's well, a crossover. Well, Kermit is a Muppet who just happens to appear on Sesame Street. Yeah, and you have right. to have the Oscar the Grouch characters are owned by Sesame right, right. Street. You have to have Oscar the Grouch. Get the extra so, ball. No, that'd be if you did a Sesame Street game. Well, he'd be. He have to have because you can't have you can't have Oscar the Grouch in a game about the Muppets. Because wait, okay, let me see. Uh, Oscar wasn't ever in the Muppet Show, was he? No, he's, he's Sesame, Sesame Street. Sesame right. Street owns all their characters, right? Yeah, that's another Sesame pinball I want. Who, right. who was, uh, you know, even though Jim Henson created all of them, right? Yeah, it's just different. No, it's a great idea though. So like, that's you know, Big thing. Bird was in the Muppet movie, but he's not a Muppet. Yeah, right. And you got okay. the Swarovski edition. Nobody believes it's coming out. <laughs> there you go. I have, I have another idea for pinball. Okay. What's yours? So the pinball is like half regular pinball and half video pinball. No, been done. Sucks. Been done. Let him say his idea, Dick. The point is, is it's pinball through the years. And if you shoot into one of the holes, mm-hmm. all right, if you get in a special hole, it'll bring you t- to the video section. But, like, if you shoot into a hole in the video section, it'll bring you to, like, a different pinball. And, like, you can go through all the pinballs. Like on the video screen? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Again, cool. like- All right. It's still a better idea than anything Deep Roots come up with. So no, like that. Are you are you having a ding dong or ho ho? Ding dong, oh. man. Ding dong. No, oh, no, 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 no. Oh, it's no, a flat flop. Don't need that. Okay. It's a no, flat it was flop. like Mickey. It was like the, no, the whole rumor about what no, no. junkyard Rat, was. Ding dong. I can only have one. Rumor so about matter. what junkyard was originally supposed to be. What was a ding dong? So the whole yeah ding dong. The whole idea was that Junkyard was supposed to be the pieces of all the other Valley pinball machines. Oh, okay. Grab the ding dong song. Mm. But it, this ding dong, that ding dong. Yeah, but one. it, it, it didn't make ass. it. You know, okay. they ended up going with the Junkyard thing that they did. 
But imagine how great it would have been if, like, you know, a piece of it would have been Adam's family and a piece of it would have been Creature well, from Black Well, they did kind of do and that. a piece of it would have been, you know, Attack from Mars and this, that, the next thing. You're right. Like, that would have been amazing. Um, they, like did kinda, they did kind of do that in the ding program. Dong. Thank you. Ding dong. Ding dong. Ding dong. Ding dong. Eat this, man. It's good for you. That's going to be the next game. Hostess. Back off me, man. Back off. It's going to be Spooky's game. You ain't nothing. You ain't nothing. This show has completely got off. This is probably in the running for the worst show, and I'm sober. I'm very disappointed. We need to drink now. <laughs> Get out. No, You're stop, sober. You stop. can't be here anymore. It's because Spencer ain't running shit. I'm not. And there's no scotch. He's just no, I have scotch. I'm just not touching it. Because I got to go do stuff tomorrow, and I don't want to be on over. Um, and I'm eating this ding-dong. I think ding-dongs would help the effort. Tonight's show is sponsored by Try Head Pizza, Hostess Ding-dongs, Blue Moon, Belgian White, and Guinness, Guinness Stout, Guinness, and Rock Stars, and, and Coke. Alec Guinness. And Bentley. Bentley? Yeah, this. Bentley. Bentley, son. Oh. Bally. Yeah, Bentley's are high. Ben Bentley makes, cars. yeah. Bally Berry. Okay. Anyway, so, okay. We're going to open the time capsule to 1995. Woo! Mm -hmm. Whoosh! Banner here, man, and pinball. Um, making a long distance old. phone call after that's, this year. That's the year I graduated high school because Dan graduated in 94, right? 94. Wow. So this is like primo, primo, what? I don't know. Retro time or whatever. 94 is hardcore. 95. Uh, you guys are going to be making a long distance phone call after this. <laughs> All right. So I'm going to go through the Bally Williams is, games. This year is like the, the list. I was talking to Brian about this way. And it's like, this is like the list of games that I've owned. Have <laughs> <laughs> you owned a Dirty Harry, like, though? I've owned everything in this lineup. No, I haven't owned a Dirty Harry. Oh, no. I, I can I was think like, oh. of maybe three on there you haven't owned in the Bally Williams. Yeah. Wow. Damn. That's pretty cool. Just a lot of Bally Williams games have come and gone from 1995 in my lineup. Well, uh, you still own half interest in the uh, Attack from Mars, right? I still have a half interest in Attack from Mars, and I still have Peter. Right. Okay, so uh, Attack from Mars um, for the Valley Wings. Attack from Mars, Congo, Dirty Harry, Indy 500, Jackpot, Johnny Mnemonic, No Fear, What a Great Year, Theater of Magic, and Who Done It. Jeez. So, you know, back when these games came out, a lot of the games on those lists were just considered flops, and nobody wanted them for right. a very long time. You know right. what? I'm yeah. gonna say flat out, like a lot of those games, I don't even remember seeing a lot of those in arcades. Our, you were still seeing Adams. You were still seeing Terminator Two. You were still seeing Star Trek: The Next Generation. That was part of the problem. And we've talked a lot about that, about how yeah, they were almost killed by their own success. They sold sixty thousand pinball machines, and nobody really needed Who Done It. Now I remember when I did see a Who Done It. I played the shit out of it because I thought that was a super cool game. It was the U-turn ramp. It was awesome. Um, but, you know, it was just like one of those things where it was like, yeah, you know, I don't remember seeing Jackbot until I got into pinball collecting and I started meeting people. I don't remember seeing, I mean, I remember seeing Theater of Magic, but it was always broken. Uh, I was lucky enough you know, with the, where I worked at the time, we always got the brand new pinball machines with, with very, very little exception. 
Every single one of those games was unboxed in my bowling alley. Wow. This is uh, in Rotard Park. Or Santa Rosa, no, this right? was in Livermore. Oh, Livermore. Okay. Um, and the funny thing was, a lot of those, we had the issues that, no, that notoriously had issues like out of the box. Like the John Mnemonic hand, I think, worked for the first half day. <laughs> um, I always tried to make sure that when I knew when I knew our rotation was coming that I was at work. And the guys were always really cool. They bring in the games, they set, toss on some free credits, and they take off. Um, a lot of the ones that showed up there, like, you know, John Mnemonic had a problem with the hand right out of the box. I loved who done it because the, the U-turn ramp. I was like, yeah. this is great. I just have to hit that. I'll never lose the ball. Of course, everyone knows that's not how it works. Right. Attack from Mars was just awesome because it was fun. I had all the great call-outs. Dirty Harry was there for like two weeks. No one, it didn't, it stunk. It didn't make any money. And back then, that's what it was all about, was how much money is this thing going to bring in? Right. Uh, Attack from Mars was there for quite a long time. Yeah. Uh, Whodunit was there for a while. I'm trying to remember. Giant Mnemonic wasn't there long because the hand broke right away, which was a bummer. Now, Johnny Mike's a fun game. I like. Yeah, it. even I know I heard an old interview with George Gomez when you you know go to shows and see people with John and Mike's and the hand work perfectly. He's like, wow, I can't believe those things are still working. Mine was <laughs> always so good. I mean, you know, maybe I got it after somebody like super bulletproofed it, but yeah, mine was never, you never had nice. a problem with it. Never yeah, had I, mine was bulletproof when I bought it because yeah. there was that one year. I think it was the year I, I sold mine at Pinagogo. There was like. Four or five of them showed up. Yeah. There's a couple of those years back then where oh, I'm going to bring a game, and it's like, oh, I brought my bride a pinbot, and 18 other people would bring one or whatever. It yeah. happened every once in a while. Yeah, I remember those. But you know what? There was always plenty to play, which was nice. Yeah. You know? Um, you know, obviously, I mean, I think we're all probably going to agree. You know, the the number one that year was, you know, pretty much universally attacked from Mars. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, but, you know, Johnny Monarch's fun game. No Fear is a fun game. Theater of Magic. Who done it? You know how much I love that game. Um, I just love that, you know, that. I love um, Who Done It. The film noir. Yeah, Dan the and film I talk noir. About Thank you. Tell me more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want one Me too. Yeah. I really don't think it's that great of a game to play, but it's got the software is great. All of the personality. Like, mm. and that was the thing is, you know, when I got. Pretty early on in my collecting life, I bought a whodunit, you know, because I was like the only person who wanted it. And uh, it was a beater, you know, it had playfield wear, every plastic was broken or warped, the cabinet wasn't in the best of condition, you know, and I overpaid, I actually overpaid for it at the time. But I was so happy to have it because you never saw whodunit. And yeah, they didn't make I would didn't play that. I would play the shit out of that game, and I didn't think anybody else liked it. When I sold it, Everybody was like, "Hey, what happened to Who Done It?" Yeah, <laughs> I was all like, I did then this, I bought it back. I did the same thing to, and I sold Adam, it <laughs> to Adam when he's like, "Dude, you sold Who Done It?" Yeah, I think we all yeah. regret selling Who Done It. I regret selling Who Done It twice. Twenty four sixteen. Yeah, it's it's a fun game, and it definitely had the play. Well, it's like Congo. I know? hate Congo. Well, I like the game. It's a good looking game. You know? It's got a couple of cool shots. It is such a silly game, but well, it works. But the thing it about it is, well is for, forever. Like always throws balls into the cat. Forever. No, it what was I'm a, saying is, it's like you look at Congo like in pieces, and it's ugly. Like the play field's not beautiful, and like the stuff doesn't seem like it'll fit together. But when they put the whole game together and you're playing it, the world of Congo is kind of there, and that volcano is just 
dope. The volcano ball start and the shot through the pop numbers around it, the things I like. And like, it's so cool. I don't need to own a Congo. Even when Congo was cheap, I didn't need to own a Congo. I think that it's just something about the way that the, the letters go up the back box or up, up the trans like sideways bothers me. But like, I really like that volcano. And every time <laughs> I get a chance to play someone else's Congo, I really enjoy it. Yeah, and I, I love the I love the Congo skill shot. See, I, I like I like the tropical theme. I'm a sucker for that crap. But it needs not, to be a jungle bird. It's, it's not a game that I'd want to, to own. I, yeah. I I would love to have one back when you still get them for twelve, fourteen hundred bucks. You know, couple and, thousand bucks, three thousand bucks. Okay, yeah. Congo's that cool, but no, Congo's like a four thousand. It's five thousand. It's now. pushing five to six thousand. Yeah, now it's, it's way north, north, an expensive it's, game. It's hitting north of five k now. But, yeah, it's ridiculous. You know, what is it, right? Um. Anything else that we need to say about the Bally Williams era? I mean, it's pretty much... Indy 500. In, yeah, Indy 500. I really like that game, too. That's, That's a fun, fun game. game. And for a, lo- for a while there, that game was like the hot flavor of the month game to have, and the price like doubled overnight. Yeah. It's got those really cool targets with the lights the, 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 yeah, that are really cool lights, looking. Yeah. Yeah. That's probably the best part about that game. I was always surprised that Dirty Harry was never as fun as it should have been. Dirty Harry is a great theme. I love those movies, but the yeah. game it just it's missing something. It, it doesn't. I'm have with it. you. I like the theme, and I, I'm a sucker for molded buildings and stuff on playfields. Like it it's, should work for it's me. Just missing something. And just yeah. I've never really. I've never owned one, but I did have a, a Todd loan, which yeah. means I basically owned one. And just yeah, it just never got any play. The early productions had the drop targets in the warehouse. A drop target in front of the warehouse, yep. which you can add back in. So yeah, it's super easy to do. If you want yeah. to cut a hole in the play field, no problem. Oh yeah. But yeah, it's just it's a cool game. I see why people. I see why it's finding its fans now. Stay awake. Well, everything has its, every, everything has its fans. Carblo. But it's just—it's one of those I games where go ahead, make my day. No, they—they they just missed something. There's yeah, that, there's something missing. That magic wasn't there. No, I—I I feel the same way because I played it quite a bit of show. I always try to get a few games on it because you don't hardly ever see it. We don't—I don't know anybody that owns one. Not anymore. Um. Yeah, but I mean, it's just like it's fun. I was shooting it, but it's like I don't know or something. I'm just—I'm drawn to it. It's like, all right, man. It's dirty, hairy. It's got the gun. It's yeah. got everything, and it's just—I yeah. like, always have to play it. And I always walk away just like yeah. a, like a patient with Alzheimer's. Like, why did I? It's San Francisco. Yeah, you know, it's it's seventies Clint Eastwood. Clint Eastwood. It's seventies yeah. police. He does the call outs. You know, maybe we just maybe we just yeah, <laughs> did, yeah, right. We, maybe we just need to own it for a few months. No, it's it's. No, well, you, I was did. Real, you did. You no, had I one didn't. I had a long. I was real close. You know, I had that guy who wanted that demo man that I had real bad. Right. And he wanted to trade a dirty Harry for it, and we just could never <laughs> quite figure it out. Oh wow! You're you laughing. Mean, you mean the guy? Yeah, because this guy had uh, he had mods on the game, and one of them he valued at 120 dollars. He had like it was, which like, was a, like a Hot Wheel with a Hot Wheel with an LED in it. Oh Jesus! And it, he's like, oh, I put like this 200 dollar mod on it, and I'm like, I just I just don't care. <laughs> he sent me what it was. Like, I had to laugh. I was like, man, you got hosed. That's like. A buck for the hot. It's wheel. actually still on Pinball Pro. Is it really? Yeah. So we're up to Premier, Premier Gottlieb. Premier Gottlieb had a real good year in 95. Did you talk about No Fear? We did a little bit. Not uh, really. No Fear no. is a great game. I mean, it's all okay. these games. And... I, all the, I, I, there's not a single real stinker in the bunch no. in Bally Williams. That's I mean, what I was telling you in the text earlier. Yeah, yeah. No maybe, Fear. Like, well, maybe Jackpot. but Jackpot's no not terrible. I like Jackpot. Jackpot. It's not a stinker. It's a good it, game. No Fear I like Jackpot. is probably the most quiz. 
definition of like 90s title that there is. I was in high school, Dan was in high school, and that no fear crap was everywhere. I remember. Like they were like the, the douchebags at the school would have like no fear stickers oh. on their cars. So what like, if he doesn't if, have pop-ups? If the guy had like a like there's this guy at my school who had like a 70 Camaro that had that slapped on there. And is this and the guy with a Ford Focus, and they were like, oh and bottom of the ninth, two outs, zero balls, or whatever. No fear. Dude, that shit was everywhere. I remember, yeah. And I, whenever I see that game, it just it, it it's nineties. Yeah. And it was a fun game, but all I wanted to do was the upper loop shot. That's it. Yeah. Well, that's what you want to do. It's, well, that's all I the wanted magnetic to do. accelerator and, yeah. and and the upper loop, like it's so cool. And then and get then, multi ball. The thing about no fear, why I love no fear, and why I would have another no fear if I could find a nice enough one. To me, no fear was like the nineties version of Black Knight two thousand. It yeah, has like the exact that. same yeah. shot layout. Yeah, yeah. it is. Uh, it just doesn't have the upper play field with the pop bumpers. It's right. like the exact same shot layout. And it just has that same sort of just balls to the wall, just shoot, shoot flow feel. Like it's so fucking cool. Uh, but the best thing about No Fear that I think that, again, that nobody really gives it the credit that it deserves for is the fact that I think that it has more comboable shots than any other pinball machine ever made. Like every shot leads back to another shot, except for like the ones, like the, the two scoops, right? Like the one under the skull yeah. uh, and the lock. And then I guess there's a the little saucer on the other side, but like every other shot will lead to a shot. So, I mean, it's really got no, nothing in that game stops the ball. Right. You know, it's all shots. And I thought that was fucking great. It was it's like, an underrated game. It's got good music. It's got a really hilarious sound package with Steve Ritchie and Greg Ferreres. Uh, you know, it has it has some really uh, some really dated '90s references. Player two is moving up into the league. That's always cool. Yeah, yeah. You know? It definitely. Who done it does that too. And yeah. So does uh, John Coward. Player two, it's unstoppable. Yeah. <laughs> it just uh, that's the '90s game, like. I remember we got at the bowling alley and I, I hated it just because I hated seeing that crap. It was just like back in like the Big Johnson shirts. Like they were cool for about five minutes. Oh, dude, Big Johnson pinball. It had to, 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 to be a mini play. And it needs the King I, Kong. I, I, I just <laughs> threw away a Big Johnson shirt. That I, crap was I had everywhere. back in when it was popular. It was Big Johnson shotguns. And uh, it was all holy, you know. I was like, there I was, just going through some stuff. I'm like, get this out of here. There was like three. It was like, you know, you had the you had the no fear crap back then. Yeah, like where we had the big Johnson stuff. Stussy, Stussy. But the other big one was the Mossimo. If you remember Mossimo. that brand, yes. My, I, the only reason I remember that because I I was like a slow junior. He went to jail. Is I I got that yeah. shirt where they used the dots to make it look like the thing was blurry. Right. And a friend of mine's mom picked it up for me, who I bowled with, and. I was like the first guy in our school to have it. And I was like, oh, this thing is neat. It's kind of blurry looking. And like that thing took off overnight. Hey, I just quit wearing it. It was just like, oh, it's kind of done. But again, you could do a 90s theme pin and just do it all in the 90s brands. Oakley. Hey, my, uh, it was funny. My, my brother, when I, I put up a picture of that old retro lineup that I had back in the day where it was, you know, No Fear was in it. You know, He's I like, did? you have a No Fear? I have two brothers and a sister. I know you have a sister. Uh, I learn something new every day. And he's like, uh, he's like, you have a no fear pin? Do you have the Stussy pin too? <laughs> right. <laughs> Gotta remember everywhere that stuff was everywhere. So now you guys make a good point. So that I mean, it, it definitely holds its, you know, a little a little window to that time. You know. Yeah, it's 
it's a throwback. Anyways, Gottlieb premiere, like what? yeah, that was like Waterworld. Waterworld. <laughs> yes, Shack Attack. Mario Andretti. I love Shack Attack. Strikes and Spares. Oh, Strikes and Spares is where it's at. Big Strikes and Spares is the bomb. Oh, it's great. Big I heard that with Joshua. And uh, uh, Stargate. So, Gregson. I remember when I bought my first pinball machine, I got my Funhouse for $1,800 and I overpaid. The guy had three. And it was a big hurt, which I never played till then. The Funhouse and the Theater of Magic. And looking back now, I should have bought the Theater of Magic for 1800 bucks because it was underpriced even then. But I bought the Funhouse because I like it. Right. Big Hurts, man. Out of all those games, by far, Strikes and Spares because it's so unique. And it's still, you can get it for about two grand. And I would love to have one. Like, and it would definitely be a keeper because I like to bowl. Right. Stargate's cool, except for the stupid shoot the pyramid over. And, and I, over I'm and told over. you can set that in the adjustments and turn it off. Yeah. So. Um, I think that Stargate is like the king. It's it's like the medieval madness of the yeah. premiere pins. It is it's a great. It's a good game. It is a really it's fun, really cool machine, and you can kind of tell that they sort of left it all on the field. Yeah, like with that one, Waterworld. Just such a terrible movie. It's not a bad game. It's really game. Game. not terrible. That bad. I can't stand the game, but that's because now more right. water scenes. But, well, in, yeah. in college, the local pool had a had a water world, and it never worked right. Yeah, and like the guys there didn't want to <laughs> fix it, and they owned it, and it was just. Ugh. Um, Mario Andretti's. Fun. It's worth it's at least two. Kilos. I like Mario Andretti. Well, it's worth at least two kilos of pure dirt. Though. Yeah, exactly. Oh yeah. yeah Alex and I were talking yesterday on the phone. Yeah, and Mario Andretti, uh, they didn't make a lot of them. No, they didn't. No, they didn't. Like eleven hundred. I, I checked. It was eleven hundred change. You got some of the toaster, Mick? Yep. Okay. Mario Andretti Big toast. Late that game's toast. got, it's a real flowy game. It is. It's real fast. It's real flowy. Four ball, multi ball. It's a fun game. What kills it probably is the theme and the artwork because that translite artwork of Mario Andretti is not very good no, at all. That was a pretty... great year if you liked Indy cars or F1 cars. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Indy 500 and Mario Andretti. Like, you had a good choice. Because that NASCAR didn't come out. That, that was a good. It was a good year for Gottlieb. They had yeah, some fun games, the but fun they game. were competing yeah. against Williams, the monster, and Gottlieb games are fucking bulletproof for the most part. Yeah, that's Waterworld. Waterworld. It was always that stupid the, block shot. That yeah, was broken. Um, and if you haven't played Big Hurt, I played it. I played shows and stuff. Cheddar had one for a short time. He bought it. He got it working. He sold it. And then right after he sold it, he's like, "Man, really?" And we played a bunch of it. It's got a really good skill shot. You yeah. plunge the ball. It comes off, comes down off like a uh, the upper uh, left flipper. Up, yeah. Upper, upper, yeah. And well, and then you've got to bounce it off the upper left flipper, time it just right, and you got to hit a lit drop target on a three, make a drop target. Yeah. It's a real legit skit shot, skill shot, and it's when you hit it, man, it's like really satisfying. But that game's got good flow. It's a lot of fun. It's baseball, highly, especially for the price point you can get them for. Highly underrated game, especially if you love baseball. Oh, and same with Mario Andretti. If you're really into racing or you just want a good, fun pinball cheap, Mario Andretti, man, that thing is a its a speed monster and it's flowy as shit. Shack Attack just has scoring issues. Is that what it is? I don't yeah. think I've ever, <laughs> I don't think I've ever played one. We've played it a couple times, and I remember – one of the Pinagogas, it was you, me, and, and uh, we're Practical playing, Steve. We're playing King of the Losers or something. Yeah, we, it was me, Dan, and Practical Steve. And it's just like you get there and you get the options. It's like you get like 33 points. It was like 64 million points of what I was getting handed. We're doing nothing. 
So it's just unbalanced scoring. It's unbalanced you scoring. You know, though, I shout out to practical shooting the basketball. Hey, shooting hey. the basketball hoop's cool. Yeah, but the game just has some really. Is it NBA fast break on crack scoring. kind of? I'd prefer no, NBA fast, fast break. Fast break's awesome. Yeah, that is a good I game. think that any of these Premier Gottlieb games, like these days, these are the pins that, like, if you need to get into pinball, if you need a DMV game and you don't want to spend three K. Like, this is where you start looking. Yeah. Because these are cool games. And like yeah. I said, Stargate, oh, that game's, Stargate's I know not... it's got some repetitive call-outs that will drive you a little bit crazy. That game is I like cool. it. That game is loaded with like, cool shit. Yeah. Is, well, that game also is like three to $4,000. Super super is it really now? Well, yeah. Like I said, it's the king of those yeah. games. Gary have one? Yeah. And it's a few thousand dollars. Yeah. Hand, no, it's Hurricane not. is a Gary. few thousand dollars. Gilligan's is a few thousand dollars. Like, if you're looking for, you know, that Williams feel, okay, it's not here. It's It feels like a Gottlieb. It's got that really deep flipper throw, and it's got right. that kind of weird Gottlieb clunkiness, and the scoops are a little too open. I like barbed wire. Oh, who this man? Good for you. <laughs> oh, wait, he owns an ass. Uh, but but it, it's one of those things where it's like that is you know a top a top flight game for yeah. for B game money. <laughs> right. I think Alex might have. Even COVID. if you buy the nicest one yeah. ever, and it's four thousand no bucks. There you go. <laughs> no, right. Yeah, Stargate's definitely their number one game. He's just a big fan of Pam Anderson in the nineties. Exactly. And yeah. So is Tommy Lee. And then for the listener who might not know Strikes and Spares uh, by Gottlieb Premier, it's not an actual pinball game. Actually, it's got two flippers with a somewhat Italian it's bottom. It's pinballing. But it's bowling, yeah. You've got 10 pins, bowling alley. Two DMDs. Two DMDs. And, yeah, it's fun as hell. It is absolutely fun well, as hell. The coolest thing is, is you can choose, are you going to bowl left-handed? Yeah. Or are you going to bowl right-handed? Yeah. Yeah. And it's neat, and it's fun, and it uses different size balls. It does. And, it uses large balls, and it uses, like, a weird size of flipper rubber. Yeah. And it's In fact, just, all the Gottliebs, if you don't use the right flipper rubber, they, like, destroy themselves. It's, oh, wow. It's one of those games I didn't know that. where yeah, it's weird. I would consider buying one, and it'd be a long, long-term keeper. Because it's just, it's bowling, and bowling's fun. No, that's, yeah, we might go bowling tomorrow, so. Um... Yeah, that's definitely, you know, and, and so if you see one, if you see any of these games, give them a chance, play them, try them out. If you find one at a good price, pick it up, man, because you'll always be able to flip it. All we are saying is give games a chance. Damn right. Well said, Dan. So we're going to move on to Sega. Sega! Oh, I knew you guys were going to say that. That's still bad for me. Okay. Sega came out. Yeah. One, Very good two, maybe. three, four games. Mary Shelley's Frankenstein. Is this, is this the era of the giant? DMV? It is. Yeah. Yes, it, it is. is. Yeah. Don't forget about Maverick, though, but that was 94. Well, we're 95. Yeah, so. yeah. it was. Yeah. Baywatch. No, Maverick was later, right? No, no Maverick, Maverick was, was the first Sega well, game. First Sega the game. Crossover. And they didn't yeah. have the Sega logo on there because of right. the, the crossover. So it was uh, uh, Mary Shelley's Frankenstein, <laughs> Baywatch, Batman Forever, and Apollo 13. And Apollo 13 is not a giant DMD game. No. Unfortunately. So no, it's, it is the, the first game to the use movie. the White Star system, though. Is it really? Yeah. Those are all those are all unique games, and they all have like their positives and negatives. Apollo 13 has a really cool theme. And 13 it's ball the, multi-ball. It's got the cool 13 ball multi-ball gimmick, yeah. but it's a gimmick. It's yeah. absolutely it, it's unplayable. It's a gimmick, yeah. But I, the whole lock on the, with the moon that's is cool. super dope. That is cool. The, I, the moon like spinning in the, the, yeah, that's the cool. most wasted opportunity in pinball was that giant DMD. 
it is so cool. It was cool at the time before it was in color, and now you see it on the color, the color DMVs on it, and it looks so good. And yeah. that was awesome. Yeah. Like, I can't believe that that didn't take off and become a feature. Probably Too cost. expensive for Stern. It, it, it had to be cost. Yeah. It had to be cost, but I mean, those uh, things are art. Like, because it's not just that they're big. It's not just like a regular DMV blown up. It's got more dots. Right. So the graphics look really, really good. It fills up the back box really nice. Like, I think that those giant DMV screens look You know, you make super, such a great point. That's something cool. I've never heard anybody talk about before. You know, that, that how cool those are. And they actually I'm, I'm are. a deep motherfucker. You kind of are a deep motherfucker. Deep. So. Um, but yeah, I just I think that those have, have, were really you cool. know at, at Baywatch a, is one of those games that like you think that game is probably going to be the stupidest thing ever, and it's actually it's one of them. It's a, a really good game uh, yeah. with kind of, of a shitty theme and terrible, terrible translate. Actually, unless yeah. you love the Hoff, yeah, if you like the Hoff, it's great. If that you game, like the Hoff, for when that game came out, the, the theme of Baywatch was on fire. Yeah, that show, it was a hit show worldwide, the biggest not, show in the world. Yeah, right. not yeah. Big show worldwide. And to this day, I've never watched an episode. Oh, yeah. But I love that game. That game is so it much is fun. It is prime spank material. It is great. Yeah, the that, shots that show are terrific is so on it. ridiculous. There is one that was right around that time where no like, one else David... No mentioned that I just said spank material. No, no. we're, we're going to so just gloss Hasselhoff's over it. David kid in one of those... So spank And Dan right can there. remember this happening. David Hasselhoff's kid in one of the episodes right around then went and beat some guy in Street Fighter 2 in some liquor store mm -hmm. and like got into a fight over it. Because he beat like this bully, which mm -hmm. can remember if you were playing some of the bad locations was a possibility. Oh, wow. Where you could go to like the Bayfair Mall, which is like one of the hot spots to play Street Fighter 2 in the Bay Area back then. And if you would beat one of those guys who was like the, the hot shit guy, you, the chances of you getting into a fight were kind of high. You'd street fight for real. Wow. No shit. And so fun Baywatch back. That's a fun game. I would never want to own one, but it's a fun game. Uh, same with Batman Forever. Crappy my, movie. My favorite Batman game prior to Batman 66. Yeah, crappy movie. Great game. Yeah. I like the uh, Daddy East one, too. The Daddy East, East one's one yeah, terrible. That game's great. I like the art. That, again, came out when... Batman's a great game. All the Batman games are pretty fucking good. Absolutely. The yeah, Daddy yeah, East Batman, I've never played one that was working right. They're always... They're all shit. Crap. They're yeah. pretty yeah. shot. The playfields are, at least. made... They stayed, they stayed in the they arcade were everywhere a lot. in 89 when that movie came out. I'm like, you're 91 yeah, when it came out, but... When, I mean, well, no, 89. 89 yeah, 89. 89's when the movie came out. Yeah. 89's the movie, but 91 and the pinball, yeah. That, that theme was everywhere. It was still crazy in 91. Alex. It was still crazy. It was so it's it, like it, a computer. He's like it was like, data. It's one of those games that it, it was on route and route and route and route to make money, and they just made money. So that game was one of the original, like, hey, you're going to play this thing until it falls apart. It's going to get tossed. You're going to buy another one. And this isn't like the second Data East DMD game? Uh, Regular size, right? I, no, small. No, no it still had the small. Yeah. Yeah. Checkpoint. Checkpoint was the first, and then Batman. Ninja yeah. Turtles, Ninja Star Turtles. Trek. Yeah, Ninja Turtles, yeah. Star, Star Trek, uh, Data Star East. Trek. Yeah, I think it was just those four. It's in the book. But Batman 64 is a great game. If only we games. had a repository of knowledge. All those games on the list for that, that would tell us the definitive answer. Uh, yeah. They just internet pinball machine database. Again, they, they don't yeah. they don't go into the stereotypical Bally Williams fanboy crap, but they're all fun. <laughs> yeah, they're fun to play. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Mary Shelley Frankenstein. Coughing on me, COVID. Underrated, it, it, man. I don't particularly care for it. I love the multi ball. Oh, the, the yeah, 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 yeah. It's not my favorite game. The movie was terrible. I have not seen the movie. What's that? 
Mary Shelley's Frankenstein. With That's a Niro. cool game, though. I, oh, I get it. Shannon wants one. Well, you know what? It was really cool because you used to be able to pick them up for well, about 12, 14 years. Super, super cheap. Uh, Bradley, super cheap. What's his name? Bradley Axel he sold, uh, has he, one. He, got, he sold it, I think. He did? I think so. Didn't Justin get another one? Because he ended up doing the dots on it, I he think. He was doing the dots on it. Yeah. Because he was looking for one because he sold his. And then he's like, oh, fuck, I'm going to do the dots on this. I need, a, I need another one. So, because he sold his to Michael. Yeah, but it's a cool game. Michael like, Hosier? You know? Yeah, a long time ago. Oh, yeah. Like I think that that was a really interesting ago. era yeah. for Sega. Like The problem with all those games where I think that the rules <laughs> don't exactly get it done. But they all yeah. have really good play fields. I hate working on them. Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. I can't imagine working on a Baywatch. There's one more game yeah. and one more company left in 1995. Capcom! They came out with their first game that year. Pinball Magic! Pinball Magic. Which is kind of a knockoff of Peter, though. No, no. 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 no you know what? I played maybe three or four games I like at the it. museum, at PPM, a few years ago, me and Rusty. And then we played the shit out of it at uh, Flipper Room a couple years ago. Did Pin you notice a lot of stuff in pinball happens at the same time? Pinball Magic. Like, just this year, right, you had a game about Racing, two yeah. two like Indy five hundred games, same two different companies. Yeah, you had two different companies do. Uh, there was another one too, but that's the real, real similar. But you had the two Magic games. What was the other one? Maybe I'm wrong. Oh, Pinball Magic has what I, in my probably opinion, is game. probably one of the yeah. funnest skill shots ever done. Oh, that is because that is the, the best skill shot. Because it, yeah. It, yeah. Was, it was such a toss up. Because do I want to try to Get it into the hat for the skill shot, but making it make the corkscrew was so goddamn cool. Yeah. The only drawback on that game is the linear gameplay. If yeah. they if someone redid the rules like they did for Roadshow, so it's not you don't do the same order all the time, right? That game would be amazing. It's a fun the game. The levitating ball on the on the the wand. On the yeah, wand is that cool. is cool. It's so neat. And like I said, that skill shot for me, whenever I played it, because it was at my local JC in the student union. Yeah. It was like because yeah. I want the points, but making the ball make a corkscrew. Do you, do you remember Sean I, Casey? I prefer Pinball Magic over the Yeah. I know Sean Casey. Do you Casey, remember yeah. Sean Casey always had ads on local Craigslist? Like, mm -hmm. always had, like, three or four or five games. For, like, two years, he would always have, I don't know if it was the same one or he had other ones, he would always have a Pinball Magic. And they were, like, right around two grand. 2200 something like that. Like, they weren't stupid expensive, but at the time... It was overpriced. Right. No, they're still not crazy expensive. Like, three to four grand, right? Yeah, you pay, like, 4000 bucks, but, I mean, you know, it's a great game, and it's... To me, I think the... I think that game... I think Pinball Magic's an interesting piece because of the fact of the, it's a Capcom. Yeah. Which, in and of itself... And those things are built like of, fucking tanks. kind of interesting. Yeah. Like, girl, old um, And it's really gadget-heavy. Yeah, it is. Like, it's not a game... For like an Alex, right? Because Alex would just be like, well, I've done everything I can do in this game and it sucks. But for somebody who just wants to fucking flip around and watch cool things happen on a pinball machine, it's a great pick. Yeah. And I think it looks good too, although the cab wear is usually pretty bad. Russ and I played probably seven or eight games on it together at the flipper room when it was... uh Yeah. It was after the the it was a the volunteer party for yeah. Golden State. So did I yeah. that? Yeah, you went. Yeah, you ate so much candy. You, you and you and I'm Seth surprised ate. you would even remember because you were like you guys went to the candy shop, pounding, pounding handfuls. Dude, and then of they candy just kept giving them bags of candy to take home. 
Dude, we had mustard. It was insane. For an entire year because they bought way too much. Like, take some of this home. Take some of this home. So, like, literally, we didn't buy. They gave us, like, five things of mustard. Like, big bottles of mustard. And we, like, it was, like, over a year. It's like, oh, we finally need mustard again? Oh, okay. Cool. So, like, the people who bought toilet paper last March. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. But now those are. I miss the shows. I miss miss those get togethers. 95 was a good year for games. 95 was. That whole, like, time period from, you know, 91 up until the end was just simply amazing. And that's why all those games are expensive now because guys my age or Dan's age. Or my age, even. No, you don't count. You knew Jesus. Um, and they, even the younger no, guys. No, it shows me 12 bucks. Even the younger guys. <laughs> like, younger than us, you know, I'm, we're 16, 17, 18, 20, 18, 10-year-olds now yeah. who are now in their 30s are buying these things up, and that's why they're expensive. Yeah. And well, they're, they're all. Well, even more so now because, you know, there's not much else to do, man. You know? Well, like I was saying, I don't remember even seeing a lot of these games in the arcade. You were still seeing Jurassic Park. You were still seeing Terminator 2. Yeah, they were still, still there. seeing the Adams family. Oh. Like maybe every once in a while you would run across a theater of magic. You would run across, you know, this, that, the next thing. But yeah, just to me, it was really, really crazy because this was kind of where <coughs> the, I think 95 is really where the decline started to accelerate because you were just sort of like, wow, look at these great super, super games. And unless you were going to like, arcades that like bought pinballs right you just saw the same old stuff and which, even then because know, like why which was fine when when know? a terminator 2 or an adams family that's long since paid for itself is still earning 150 200 bucks a week why still would you looks move? good still yeah, why would you move that out back, uh, and neither one of those games have a shit ton of mechanical moving parts well, and back then even then i was they don't. Uh, hey, back then <laughs> When RGP was very, very much active and all the designers were on there, a lot of the stuff was like, where do you go to find the newest games? And there'd be, if I didn't have to work like a Friday or Saturday night, me and a couple of, me and a buddy, we'd get in our car and we'd pull up the list and we'd drive from Livermore to San Jose to go to a golf place because they had a whitewater. Right. They, we couldn't find local. And that's, you could do that. People would put these just like they do now with the pin maps. Yeah. These are where the games are. And yeah, sure as shit, I drove around all over the Bay Area going to go play games that weren't in Livermore for some reason. Right. And it was just, it was part of the fun. Yeah. It's the adventure, a road trip. You know yeah. what we're going to do? We're going to go to this point out we've never been to. We're going to get, we're going to get some, you know, Cokes and fries and whatever. I'm going to go play this new pinball. There would there'd be times we'd run into people who were doing the same thing. Yeah. They're like, oh, yeah, I was on RGP. Oh, what's your name on there? Oh, I'm insert a name here or whatever and we talk oh yeah i've played this do you own any games you know yeah we did that once rusty and i we just moved to sacramento we've been here about less than a year and uh walking dead let's go to this pinagogo thing yeah no no we were actually living up north and went to pinagogo but it was great because now we go all three days because we're closer but no we we uh i threw a thing out on pin side it's like hey they they just got a a walking dead over at fanny ants so i'm gonna go over there and play it Saturday evening, who wants to go? And there was, I want to say, he's like, God, I hope he's not listening because he'll be pissed. He was, I was seeing him at the show, but you never saw him anywhere else. But this one young kid showed up, the young kid, he was early 20s, I'd say. Nice young man, and, and I want to say his name was Matt. It's been a while. <coughs> um, nice as pie. So we threw a bunch of money in. It was really funny because they had, I threw five bucks. I said, no, nah, let me get the first round. I threw bu- five bucks in and gave me 30 credits. Like, because they had just, 
<laughs> they had that had to be before Steve Burrell bought it. It had to be the prior. The prior yeah, I think it was. That's I weird. Think, actually, I think Steve had just come along, but maybe he was in a hurry or something, because at the time they had like NASCAR South Park that, and then a couple of decent games. Um, I think it just taken over because all the games were clean and nice. But anyway, so I was like, oh holy shit! I think you get like you know. Seven games for yeah. five bucks or something. Yeah, high roller there for a while. So we played, we played through like most of those. I think we played through just about all. So he bought a pitcher of sodas, and then you know we just we talked and played pinball, and then I would see him at the shows, you know, and and we'd shake hands, and but it was just kind of cool because it was just like, oh yeah, I'll meet you guys down there, you know, and we'll play some pinball, and uh, you know, it same kind of thing where oh yeah, cool new game, you know, and a bunch of us met when they first got Kiss at uh, Fanny Ann's. Yep. Same thing. It was like me. You were there, weren't you? I think Sparky, Dan Fenton showed up. Um, I don't remember who else. There were a couple of people there. There was probably yeah, five or was, six of us. It was an interesting time. I remember when Sopranos came out. When this, I want to say this happened at the Atlantis, but I don't remember exactly where. But whoever was doing the operations from Reno in that time, I posted, "Hey, I'm going to be here for work. Where can I go play?" And he's like, "I'm putting the Sopranos in that when you." When can you be there? And that's when I'm going to come and put it in. Oh, nice. Whoever the operator was, I'll be here around there. And he met there and he put it in. Let us play like 20 free games. And it was it was fun when that happened. It was a unique thing. Just yeah. Like, you know, when guys would come through to fix the games at the bowling alley, you know, I was if I was around, I'd have my head right there. Just like my kids do now. Like when we go to go fix Jason's game and Atticus is trying to get his head in there to see what's going on. Do the same thing. And they'd always pop in a couple credits for you, let you play it and see if it's working, and ask yeah. what you thought about the game. It was it was interesting, and it was always and it was, it was very organic. Fun. It was just it was nice. I'm like these guys are there. It's you know their what I mean? Job. It wasn't like this big planned event. It was just like, hey, let's just go get yeah, hang it was, out. It was you know? always fun. You know, like I don't mind when my kids come with me because Atticus always wants to know. You know, he's obsessed with fishtails now because he's played it twice. But it's just always how, interesting. How, how short is obsession with the uh, with the monster bash lasted? Yeah. Oh, this new game. He's like, this has monsters, dude. This one has fish. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just, it's always interesting how it how it works out. And you know, back then, yeah, there was times I remember being what, it's like sixteen and a half, just got my license, and I leave a note on the kitchen table that me and my friend Andy are driving to the boardwalk. Which, when I got back, I got in trouble for because my mom didn't want me driving on 17 because that was back then, even then, was just like death highway. Right. It's like, Mom, I'm in a Camry with a four cylinder, can barely go 65. <laughs> I think I'll say it. Yeah, we'd go down, we'd go to the boardwalk and play pinball and ride rides. And back then, they sold a pretty large collection. And it was just. And you didn't know fun. who the designers were? Not at all. Or the I, artist or anything. No, I, I knew that I liked to play pinball. I still don't really follow designers. I. Like Dan always used to give me crap. Oh, you have too many Lawler games. And it's like, oh well. Thank you, crap. I just said your collection was Lawler heavy. Because you give me crap. And my, and my, <laughs> yeah, I mean, because well, my well, collection I, was always Richie heavy. Yeah, I bring. I, I only bring it up. Richie's. What about not a lot of Gomez? No. I, I don't. I don't care about I the designer. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I yeah, like yeah. it. I like yeah. it. Yeah, that's what I mean. I only bring up the designer thing. Was we didn't, you know, back then we didn't make as many. We didn't know who the artists were. We didn't know who the designers. We knew. We knew it was a Bally or a Williams or a Gottlieb or whatever. And we just played it and have fun. And we had fun with our friends. It's never been a big deal for me. You know, it's just like. Gomez game. It's a, yeah, it has to be a Gomez or a Lawler or a Richie. Otherwise, or why does she doesn't do the code? It sucks. No, it doesn't matter. Like, if they do a good job, they do a good job. And everyone has their pluses and negatives. It's just fun if it's fun. Like, 
you know, and they're still stuck. Even now, they're still stuck with, with games that if I play, you know, I get excited about. Like, uh, you know, getting getting a ball or if you get two or even three balls ball. into the supercharger on Getaway. I still get excited. Yeah, that's cool. Getaway is cool. Yeah, that's you fun. Know. I love that's that. That's a fun. Getaway is one of my favorite that's a, games. It's, it's a fun thing to try to shoot for. It's like on Whitewater trying to get the triple jackpot. Yeah. It's hard. Oh. When you do it, it's but so it can be done. Fun. It yeah. can be done. Especially when you get like a couple or triple jackpots when you have five times the fun. Yeah, oh, dude. Yeah. 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 It doesn't yeah. give you five times the triple jackpot. Dude. It doesn't? No, let me ah. But it, yeah. It, it, it actually, it makes sense. It, it, it's, it was more. Well, you can get was, like a 5X jackpot. Right? It, 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 in 1995, yeah. still, it was a more simpler time and more, you know, like I said, going out and playing football with friends. Hey, let's go check out this new location. I got this new well, game in. And back then, as. Most people know, or were so back time prices private collections just weren't a thing like they are now. Yes, they existed, right? But you didn't have 50, 60, 70, 80 percent of the, the market going to home collectors, it was maybe one or two percent, right? Which is why, whenever you see now, it's like, oh, this is my homie, Sony Gilligan's. No, it's not, probably not. I can tell because you, lock- you have lockdown bar holes, right? But you didn't go to your friend's house to play pinball, you went with your friends and you went out. For your entertainment, right? And it was always, it was always fun. Yeah, you get my ambulance in some little rat bowling alley, and you're gonna eat fries that come out of a fryer when the oil hasn't been changed in two decades. Yeah, and you know, you're gonna reek like, like cigarette smoke because it's stuck into a bar, and the bartender says, "Yo, you can't be here. Just here to play pinball," and they're cool with it. You're yeah, not drinking. You're not supposed to be there. Yeah, they're playing pinball, and they sometimes they hear most of the time. I've heard so many stories from people over the years like that. Like, well, you were supposed to go to a bar, but if you were in the corner playing pinball, no one cared. So, when Dan bought his last Judge Dread, and we went into Blind Pig, yeah, the Blind Pig, uh, I think it was when we picked it up, I think. But it was when we, yeah, it was when we, no, it wasn't when we picked it up. So, you get from a guy named Adam. We checked it out, right? Yeah. So, Dan and I cruised in. With Atticus, who <laughs> was eighteen months old at yeah. the time, under under two. Did, he did was, you put him in an overcoat? Was, put him on your head? No, he was just toddling. <laughs> he was just, he was just walking around. He, <laughs> like, he still like looking at pinball. Yeah, didn't care. Like you, we could have stuck him behind the bar. We could have made drinks. No one would really, really have noticed. Like he's wandering around the bar, like oh look at the little cute kid. What's he like? Oh, without some water or whatever. But it was just we were there to play the games. I didn't. Bourbon, neat. Yeah, yeah. right. <laughs> no, when we went, give me three Rusty, fingers of milk, Ma. <laughs> yeah, when Rusty and I went to uh, Boise, uh, you know, Boise area uh, two years ago, we went to this little dive bar because they had pinball. It was listed on pinball map. And they had a great selection of games, and and they had some food and stuff there too. But it was a bar, and there was a young guy and young girl there. I mean, you twenties, know, and they had a baby, and they were just kind of setting the baby on top of the one little tables, and you know, doing their thing. And then it happened to be St. Patrick's Day. Uh, coincidentally, so when we're getting ready to leave, different table, but uh, the guys were walking out, walk by, oh, guys hold his girlfriend by the hair, and she's heaving into a trash can. I'm like, this is a quality joy. That's definitely a family, a family <laughs> yeah, it was story. Great. Back when I was in college, there was a bar called Red Recovery Room inside, outside of Katani. Um and it was the definition of a dive bar. When it rained, a corner of the bar would flood. Um, there was a fireplace for heat, and if you wanted a fire, you were going to make it yourself. There was an axe stuck into a chunk of wood where you had to split the wood. And normally you think, you know, axes and 
drinking doesn't mix. Right. But in that it case, doesn't. Look, well, I'm already established. Axes and fire. drinking does ding, mix. Ding, ding. Spencer, we go. Plus fire. For Boom. the first two years we went there, That's I was only, just the recipe I was only for person fun. in our party. He's on like fire. Eight plus, it was over 21. Yeah, he's heating up. Yeah, got boom never got caught it. But in the corner oh. where it flooded, they always had... I really want another Lethal Weapon 3. Not us. Maybe for us. I don't I don't care for the game. I, I <laughs> hate to call out on it. But it's got some the ramp on it's cool. The ramp on it's great. I just don't care for the call outs. The Joe Pesci one's annoying. It's probably the most annoying call out Okay, okay, okay. Ever. That game is definitely not from 1995. No, it's not. <laughs> so are we going to get to our favorites from 1995? Yeah, let's do it. Or just okay, Fallon Williams. Oh, AFM. AFM. Catherine Myers is so good. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that's the universal. Yeah. I mean, yeah. don't get me wrong. There's a lot of contenders. It's not a runaway. No. I think No Fear is awesome. I think Who Done It is Indy 500 is, is great. Yeah. I, I haven't really played a lot of Indy 500. Shannon wants an Indy 500, um, by the way. So. I think I think Mnemonic is super underrated. That game is fast and if, if, if it wasn't for some, if it wasn't for some kind of a shady movie tie-in, I think that game would be a contender. But yeah, still a good game. Attack from Mars is, is a classic. You know, it's for a reason. <laughs> I like I like all the games on that list. I don't hate any of them. You know, I joked about Jackpot. I, I would prefer just to have an original Pinbot, but I like Jackpot more. I want a Jackpot, but I want the original Pinbot sound and music in it. There you go. By dance. Is what? Pinbot. No. Okay. We just need a podcast Pinbot. It's just us. There you go. The uh, Attack from Mars by far. Yeah. Again, like Dan said, he nailed it on the head. There's a lot of great games, but yeah. Attack from Mars is Attack from Mars. And the only... You know, everyone complains, oh, Bat Medieval Madness are the same. I prefer Medieval Madness, but Attack from Mars is the harder game because you can't advance through the saucers during multiball. Not true. Right. Well, Attack from Mars is much easier than Medieval Madness. No way. Yes. No, oh, because yeah. you can you can manipulate the multiball towards well, ruined you can, universe. But it's it's hard. It's much harder to kill all the castles than to kill all the UFOs. Oh yeah. No, I disagree. Uh, it's definitely harder to, to beat all the medieval madness goals to qualify the no, battle for the kingdom. Absolutely. Uh, I, I yeah, that's without question. I disagree because I have I never ruled the universe, but I've ruled the kingdom on Brad's a couple of times. It's they're both so awesome. But I like them because you can really see that it's just like Attack from Mars. I I think that's the prototypical pinball for modern pinball. Like I really do. It's because it's a fan layout. It's a it's fan as hell. It's super basic. Like there's really nothing complicated in that game at all. The scoring's much, high. There's not much to break. Right. Scoreflation. Ridiculous scoreflation. Yeah. Uh, you know, like it's practically a stern, but. It's just so good at everything that it does. And I think that, you know, in a way, people, you know, there are people who love the crazy, complicated pinballs, and there are people who love the stripped-down, fast, fun machines, and that's just what AFM does. I'll take an AFM almost uh, over so many other games any day. Yeah. Except for Medieval Madness. Because Medieval Madness is, is, is AFM plus. 
Yeah, yeah I, I prefer Medieval Madness myself. It's yeah. just no, it's that's just okay. AFM, but everything's a little yeah, bit better. Yeah, that's okay. I it just, looks you know. a little bit better. It sounds a little bit better. It's got a little bit crazier toys. But at its core, it just built off of the foundation of Attack from Mars. Right. Yeah. So what about Gottlieb and Pereira? What do you like best Stargate. out here? No, no, Stargate. Strike, strike that. Stargate, but Strikes and Spares, are they're probably tied. And Strikes and Spares just because I love bowling, and I can't do it anymore, so I'll take my fix when I can get it. That's good. I, I actually, I, I, I love both those games, but I, I'm going to go with uh, Big Hurt because I just really like that way that thing shoots and the, and the what skill was, what shot. Was attack, right? attack, yeah. Yeah, what about Premier? No, actually, what, what Indy 500. Huh? What was, okay. What's your favorite? Indy 500. I, uh, I don't, I You've played all those games. No, I haven't. You've well, played them off the show. Um... you played Attack from Mars. At okay, good call. I like that one. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Indy 500 is my favorite. Okay, what about Premier? Premier, um, Big Hurt. I really love that game. I do too. And Big Hurt. Dan, for you, Premier, I'm sorry. Oh, my oh it's, 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 it's gotta one. be, uh, yeah, it's gotta be, uh, Stargate. Although I'm with Brian, uh, if it doesn't have to be quite pinball, Strikes and Spares is really fun. It is. Yeah. I, I, it's one of those ones that I do regret. Not I do like, like playing that. Picking those suckers up when they They're were like 800, 800 900 bucks. Yeah, right. All over the place. Because you're thinking, it's really fun and cool, but yeah. They always have like that shady lower play field wear from people using the wrong size balls or the wrong size flipper rubber. So the, are, the balls are bigger, right? Yeah, yeah they are. They're about, They're about the same size as a standard bingo ball. But, uh, okay. That game is super fun, you know. Like I said, just two BMDs. It's really crazy looking. But in terms of just a pinball machine, because uh, I think I made it perfectly clear. I think that you know, Stargate is the medieval madness of Stargate's a fantastic it game. It is right? just. It really is them just going. This is this is it. You know. Yeah. This is our big movie tie-in. This is where if we're gonna if we're gonna make our our mark, we're gonna make our mark. Who would have guessed that it would sell for less than Super Mario Bros.? Well, and that, right, right. <laughs> well, and that's the thing, you know, it's like just like Capcom, you can speculate, but oh, maybe if they just come out with games like that three or four years earlier, they'd have had a better run. You know, we'll never know, you know. So, Capcom did okay. Like, yeah. All their games are for the most part fun. Yeah. Um, you know, I'll go against the grain and be like, you know, Big Bang Bar is not the be all end all. I prefer Kingpin, but I prefer, I almost prefer Pinball Magic over a. Kingpin or Big Bang Bar. But Big Bang Bar has the best story. Uh, I'm a yeah. huge story. I, it's beautiful. It's I'm a huge a story. Game. I'm a huge fan of Breakshot. I just absolutely love playing that game. It's just especially when you're playing with other people like Shoot George's. The ball. Uh, I think that we can great. all agree though that the best Capcom in nineteen ninety five was wow. the only Pinball one magic. Oh, absolutely, in 1995, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then, it rolls unapologetic. And while we have the Data yeah. East, or I'm sorry, Sega. 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 Okay. In terms of playability, I'd say probably Baywatch. Baywatch. It's fun to play, but I, the theme's in it for me. Yeah, same here. I, I would love to own one just because it's so much fun. And Bang for Your Buck. All those games are great, Bang for Your Buck. Even now, even today. Apollo 13. They're not. Apollo 13 is the only one you're going to pay more than... Those are north of three. Kids. I actually yeah. like after playing Shannon. Baywatch I actually enjoyed Apollo thirteen. Yeah, uh, uh, I've never got to spend any time on it, but I really, really think that Batman Forever. Oh yeah, that too. That's a fun. It's a cool looking game. It's a fun one. It is a fun game. All those games are bang for your buck games, man. 
just they're ninety-five was a great year. Hell to work on. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say for my personal favorite the dad or the the Sega for that year, man. I you know it's toss up because uh, they're all kind of pretty fun, but I would say probably Batman. Baywatch is a blast to play, but I like the Batman theme. I don't like the Baywatch. Baywatch theme at has all. way more titties though. Baywatch has that thing is jacked full of fun stuff to do. The that little shark cod pieces. It does. It does. <laughs> and uh, what was the girl who played? Girl. Alicia Silverstone. Le- yeah, she. Yeah. No, that wasn't in that movie. She's one. She, she was in the next one. That's yeah. right. That was uh, Riddler and Two Face. Two Face. Tommy Lee Jones and That's Jim right. Carrey. Oh, okay. You know, I went back and I watched that about a, a year or so ago. I watched all the old Batman's. Um, and oh god, that was horrible. So the big fan theory is for those. The ones and I thought really Val shitty. Kilmer was really good. Well, here's the thing. They, they came out. Someone came out with a fan fan theory, and if you watch it, the movies through that, mm-hmm. it makes movies more palatable. Is that those movies, especially that one with Two Face and Riddler, were Batman movies. They were produced in the Batman universe of Michael Keaton, so you saw the over the topness of it. Right. Someone came up with that. It's like, oh, that makes a lot of sense. It's still a crappy movie, but it makes sense. It's a fun game. It's a super fun game. Yeah, it is a fun game. So I actually liked Batman Forever. The movie? Yeah. Like, I don't think it was, like, the best Batman movie or anything. But it wasn't the worst. It was fun for what it was. Yeah. It was bad, but it wasn't as bad as the George... uh, What was the next one? Batman and Robin, yeah. That motherfucker had Schwarzenegger in it, though. Yeah. He was amazing. Mr. Freeze was not a big, giant Hulk in the comic books. No, he was in the movie, because he was Schwarzenegger. Everybody, chill. Let's kick some ice. ice. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was. That movie had a blue Schwarzenegger, man. Okay. Come it on. Did. That Schwarzenegger was that Schwarzenegger at his most McBain. Yes. Oh, definitely. That was oh, going to so right. good. good call. Good call. It's not, it's not a good movie by any means, but it's so good. It's a fun Saturday afternoon <laughs> flick. You know, it's the, it, that movie more than any of the others harkens back to the old TV show. It really does. And that's what I think they were kind of yeah. at that point going for. But, um, yeah, man, I mean, some good games. Uh, I love the fact that Schumacher apologized for it. Wow. He was like, you know what, guys? I tried to make a good movie. I'm sorry. No, never, <laughs> never. Schumacher was read up on it. You know, a lot of those changes were done for, so. for toy sales. McDonald's complained. And oh, stuff yeah. Like that. So it was oh, all yeah. done for toy sales. No, I remember. No one wants to play No that. one wants to play it. We're free Big Mac. No, that'd no. be like a Zizzle game, and then half yeah. the flippers wouldn't work, and everyone went to go play it, just like the Shake Machine. No, he's right, man. They would sell like a million of those, a make a make jillion. I mean, I can't wait. It's two months till the Shamrock Shake comes back. See, exactly. Oh yeah. Yeah, there's Shamrock one, if, 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 Shake, multi ball. If there's one time that my A1C number skyrocketed, just like every, just like every once in a while, there's a McRib mode available. We managed to turn the uh, time capsule into like a 35-minute segment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we have to get out of the time capsule. We're going we're gonna to close the time Take capsule. Take me back out. in time. What's next? Uh, if you want to do your repair log, and I have to pee really bad. God, you so I'm working on, so on the air. I'm working on Spencer's prostate problem. <laughs> yeah, that's no a good thing. game. Try shock therapy. Um, Attacks been... electrodes to his wee wee. I'm trying to remember what the yeah. last show was. Let's see, I think I finished up the T2. I'm Shoot, working. Yeah. And now uh, so I'm working on the playfield wear on Dan's World Cup soccer. Jamie's World Cup soccer. Jamie's World Cup soccer. I've got the uh, chips fixed in the goal area. I just have to match the paint. 
I've in, I've done the JB weld on one of the kickouts as well as the scoop. So that'll be done. Then it's just color match. I've done board work for a friend's fishtails that is confounding me and I hate. Uh, ended up being we went over there and the game would freeze, which is everybody freeze. freeze. I've never seen I've never seen a WPC freeze before. But we opened it up, and the 5 volts was bad, and he had a cardboard under the 12 volts, and the 12-volt cap had leaked. So it wasn't getting the full 12 volts. So you play, it would still reset, but actually it wouldn't reset. It would freeze the game. Like, the screen would freeze and everything. Yeah, it was it was really funky. Got the boards fixed, brought them over there, and now it's having flipper issues with weak flippers, so it's got to be related to the Fliptronics board. Uh, but the weird one is when you hit the flippers, it fires the ball eject. And the outlane ejects, and you detach everything from the flip. Uh, excuse me, from the switch matrix, and it still does it. So we got to get over there. It's probably bad ribbon cables or something. We tested the boards at Dan's house. The boards, with the exception the of the Flipptronics boards. And, yeah, my board work was fine. It's just a weird fishtails esque problem. And honestly, the game just really needs a shop job real bad. Mm -hmm. uh, the EOS switch flip. The EOSs are worn out. The actual contacts in the EOSs are gone. The inside of the game's dirty. The play field's dirty. It's got old rubbers on it. Uh, it just oh, it needs a little it needs matter. a little love. <laughs> Beyond that, it's just normal stuff. Um, working on Dan's World Cup soccer, and I'm just it's working on the play field right now with all the cold weather we had. The first round of play field uh, fix I did with spot putty because it was just basically like you chipped off the paint, so it wasn't deep enough to use JB Weld. Spot putty was fine. It was so cold. That the first round of spot putty took four days to finally solidify. Oh, wow. Because it had been so cold out in the garage. And not below freezing, but cold for Sacramento. Right. It's supposed to be a cold couple days, too. It's supposed to rain, so it's not going to be too cold. That's supposed um, to be in 50s. High, you know, high, high 50s. That's fine with me. Yeah, looks like, wild. Looks like rain. Uh-oh. Looks but like on rain. Dan's, on, on the game, all the guide rails have been polished to a mere shine. They're ready to go. Uh, the hardware's off for all four of the scoop areas to be repaired. It's all labeled. So right now, once that's done, before it, you know it's drying up, I can do buffing and relative cleaning. The inside of the cab was sanded clean. It looks great. Oh, wow. Um, it's going to be super nice. I'm looking forward to getting it done, and I know Dan and Jamie will be happy. And it was already nice before, so it's going to be a nice The outside of the cab it was looks amazing. Healthy. Yeah. It looked great, and then just like with Henry's Star Wars – which is only supposed to be a simple flame polish. Right. You tear it down to get the stuff out. I was like, God damn, this thing's dirty. And it's because your eyes aren't, you got ramps and plastic. You can't see And you're not focusing on it. You don't. And when everything that's covering up all the dirt is gone, it's like, Jesus Christ. Like this thing looks like Pigpen got in there and just walked around for a bit. It's going to play like butter. It's going to be nice. I'm looking forward to it. And the best part is, you know, I don't have to rebuild the flippers. The flippers are strong. Yeah, uh, we'll end up doing coil sleeves and all the the slings and the pop bumpers to get the slings nice and dialed in, because you have to have good slings on there. We do, we do need to rebuild that goalie though. Oh, goalie's getting rebuilt. Yeah, that's well, that's just a simple target. Well, that goalie that's, takes a lot of. Abilities. Oh yeah, that goalie does. Yeah, yeah. Well, we got a new goalie pad to install, but his his side to side motion was getting a little. Uh, it's just dirty. Ratchet. So. It was rubbing, is what it was. Yeah. So it's just it'll clean up. Nice. You know, the, the, the subway behind the goals out, I'm going to sand that all the dirt out of there so it's nice and clean. And nice. um, I'm going to redo the lights on the kickouts and stuff like that because Dan had, uh, I think they were warm white 
one SMDs in there, and it washed out the color of the purple of the scoops. So I'm going to put a purple in there so it looks a little bit. purples in there. No, they're whites. Oh, That's why it looks a little washed there. out. Then I'm going to try to figure out, even though it's going to be really that difficult. Like a lot less space. washed out than the dead incandescents that were in there. That's true. I'm <laughs> <laughs> oh, the goalie, and I haven't. I don't know if I'm going to be able to do is I haven't found a spot where it's going to work. I'd like to put a green LED strip in there. So it looked green behind the goalie because oh. grass green, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. no, but, that's nice. But I haven't got you that light kit, have I? No, it's there. It's that big giant bag of stuff. I got so much crap for that game. Big I giant know. LED kit, lights for the speaker panels, new ramps. Okay, yeah, okay, I didn't. Yeah, there's that. a there's a ton of stuff. One of the things I didn't even know what it was. Like, what's this big long strip? And it's like this the sticker for the ramp because it's like oh it's, right, you know, right, like two and a half feet long. And right. it's like this plastic thing, so it doesn't get ruined. I was like, "What? Those are no big, idea. flowy. Those are big, flowy ramps." Those. Well, the biggest ramp comes apart in two speed in two pieces. Oh, really? Because that is probably the hardest game to get ramps out on, in my opinion. Whitewater is a cakewalk compared to that. Oh, wow! It's not the easiest thing to do, but it's going to be nice. And the cab yellow came out great, and it's going to be it's going to be good. And I'm making forward progress on it. It's helping me with my mental bullshit, so it's fine. Excellent. This is a nice, nice repair blog. You actually have some stuff going on. Cool. I like it. Yeah, not Scott yeah. Ring doing it. Beyond <laughs> that, it's just been normal crap. I buy that for a dollar. Henry's LE was just the opto boards that we swapped out for Avengers and to fix that. Mm. Now we need to fix that opto board on the shadow. Yeah, you got to get. Which them. was the opto board that went out in Monster Mash. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, really? <laughs> and speaking of that, I can't find the schematics for that board anywhere. I don't I have any copies of it. Cab, so. Okay, I don't have copies of it, but I need that so I can see what diode has to be replaced. But yeah, it's normal stuff. And whenever Dan wants to do the WSS, so if you're still ready, I'm, I'll do the shadow. Right on. Or 700 fishtails, it seems like. I got, like, possibly two or three well, in the queue. Everybody raining, wants to work on the fishtails. When it quits raining and gets warm, we've got to have another garage day. Garage day. Garage day. Garage sale. No. Yeah, you should sell your garage. No, yeah. I wasn't one of them. I've got a garage. I don't need another. Well, I kind of do. i got a lot of crap in there. I wish I had an actual dedicated space just to move all my crap out of my garage, get my car in there, then have, like... Here's what I do with my pinball crap. Bring your game over. I got room. Yeah. If I had a garage, if I had a car garage and a pinball garage, like sweet. There you go. Yeah. I buy that. For All right, let's take it home, Spencer. Let's take let's it home. Uh, you can listen to us on our home at SoundCloud or iTunes or Acast or oh, Stitcher. Uh, I think we're on Stitcher. Yeah, we might be. Um, and then there's one on Apple. It's not iTunes. It's just a random like. Podcast app comes with the phone. Anyway, we're on there too. Spencer when lit. It's on the iPhone. Yes, Spencer is lit. I am kind of buzzed. I kind of got really early today. And before you guys got here, I drank like three cokes. So that's why I had to pee so much. And then beer, you know, on top of that. Anyway, so uh, email us at thespinnerslit at gmail.com. And uh, I'm going to wait for Dan to get back because he's getting a cold drink. A cold frosty beverage. Oh, let's uh, let's also remind our uh, sponsors for today. Sponsors for today: uh, Straw Hat Pizza, Blue Moon, Blue Moon, and Hostess Ding Dongs, Guinness yep. Stout, Hostess Ding Dongs, Coca Cola, and Coca Cola, and PCP. Get wet, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> there you go. And and whatever uh, Walmart home store brand bottle and water. Doritos 3D, and now Doritos 3D. Now available again. Dude, Doritos 3D is now available again. Yo, actually, Dan, you bringing that snack and review like the best 90s game was a good call.
Yeah, that was great. Burrito that was, 3Ds are about the 90s, I guess. That, that was awesome. All right, everybody. Got back in the car. Support your local uh, operators, your local location pinball. Support pinball any way and every way you possibly can. Have a great uh, – let's all have continue to have a better 2021. And uh, play pinball. Keep, Keep America, America strong, strong. bitches.